We have a major NFC North battle between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. We're breaking it down on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Football fans, welcome into a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert from the Locked On Titans Podcast, here with Alex Clancy, local expert of Locked On Cardinals. we got a great show for you guys. We're going to be talking about this NFC North showdown on Thursday Night Football, talking about some division leaders and whether we think they'll hold on, and then, of course, talk about the best games of Week 4. Before we get into it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And it's a great time to go to your favorite team's Locked On show, get the behind the enemy lines perspective from the other Locked On host of the team that you're playing against. We love crossover Thursday. We also love playing Prize Picks because it's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. Alex, we're going to dive right in here. The Detroit Lions, led by a guy who you are nothing, nothing less and nothing more than a truther for. Do you think that your guy, Jared Goff, leads this Lions team to a three and one start and takes control of the NFC North early? Or do you think the Green Bay Packers, led by Jordan Love, who's one of the the better stories in the NFL through three weeks. Do you think the Packers are going to win this matchup? The Packers are at home, Lambeau Field. How do you see this one shaking out? The last time these two played, Aaron Rodgers was sent packing. That's the mm-hmm. last time. Jamal Williams had his coming out party, coming back party, as it were. Um, yeah, I think this is the Lions. After a poor showing a couple weeks ago, they've really kind of righted the ship. Jameer Gibbs is starting to get his sea legs. Um you know, Sam Laporta, like things are starting to work in, in mm-hmm. Detroit. And uh, even though, you know, Jordan Love has been a very, you know, pleasant surprise, seven touchdowns through the first right. three games, looks composed. He look, he knows the offense, you know, it's just, it, it's been nice. And, you know, with Aaron Jones hobbled that, that may hinder some things, but yeah, I'm taking Detroit. Um, I having them, I had to win the division. I said two years ago that this is the year they'd win the division and um, it's shaping up to be yeah. that. And this would just stamp it. A three and one have a pseudo commanding lead over the NFC North through four weeks. That's what they need to do. I mean, that's the step that the Lions need to take. If the Lions want to be the team that everyone wants them to be, quite honestly, and everyone hopes that they are, if they are going to be that team, they need to go into Lambeau Field against an exciting Packers team and take it from them. Take the NFC North from the Packers who have been dominating it for so long. You will have to take it by force. And I think the Lions are ready to do that. Sam Laporta, the rookie tight end, has been absolutely fantastic. He could be Mm -hmm. a game-breaker for Detroit. They look really smart getting rid of TJ Hawkinson, not paying him that big-time money, and getting a really good tight end and a very good tight end draft here You know, a couple of months ago. So Sam Laporta looks good. Jameer Gibbs still needs to get a little bit more involved and be a little bit better than I think that, uh, that... 
match, I guess, what people are expecting from him. But at the end of the day, the big thing is I'm going to be looking at the defense in this. And the Lions looked good last week, but they held the Falcons to six points. They looked good on defense. They need to continue doing that because I know that the Packers' defense is pretty good. I know that the Packers have playmakers on defense, especially a guy like Rashawn Gary who's blowing up right now. I, yeah. I, I think that it may come down to, with both offenses that we like, it may come down to which defense holds on the most. I still think the Packers actually hold on to this one. I think the Packers win this game. Who do you think is going to win it? You know, I'm going to take Detroit just because they're the better roster right now. But if you told me that, you know, like Green Bay's defense is kind of like Atlanta's defense, they just keep mm -hmm. them hanging around. You know, the game against right. Chicago had no business. The Packers had no business winning that game. Hang around, hang around, hang around. Jordan Love makes a couple plays. A Romeo Dobbs seems to be what people thought he was going into the season, if he could stay healthy with right. Christian Watson on the shelf still. If Aaron, if Aaron Jones plays and AJ, yeah. like AJ Dillon can't be relied upon at this point, I think it's pretty no, obvious. No, after, no, no. What is this, his fifth yeah. year out of Boston College, fourth year out of Boston Four, College? I, um, I still think this is a Detroit game. Uh, it's a tough, uh, uh, Lambo's tough, short field or sh short week, but I still think that Detroit has enough intestinal fortitude at this point to be able to get a tough road win um, in week four. Yeah, I hear you there. And I'm looking at, for me, it's all about that Packers defensive front against the Lions offensive line. The Lions offensive line is supposed to be one of the better units in the entire NFL. That Packers defensive front, like I said, with Sean Gary and, of course, Kenny Clark up front. I, I think that I think that, that is the matchup. If the Lions can, can win that matchup on the lines with the Packers, then they're going to be able to have success against their defense. But if they don't, then the Packers defense is going to hold that offense down and kind of make it more of an even battle. And then I think the home field advantage kind of kicks in more. I honestly think that the Packers do win this game. Like I was saying, I, I get the faith in Detroit. I would be fine with the Detroit win. That would be exciting to see. But something about, about this Packers team, they just seem resilient. And at home, I, I think they find a way to win this one early. But question, do you think whoever wins this game is the team who wins the division? Or do you think we let it play out more? I'm a truther of one side of this. <laughs> and this is the first time since he's been in Detroit where there's actual expectations. And I kind of knocked that a little bit where it's like, well, the, the Lions are still the Lions when they have expectations. They haven't had many expectations over the last two decades. But I think Jared Goff is a top 10 quarterback in this league, probably, especially this year with the putrid quarterback play that's been going yeah, on around bad. the league. Like, would you rather have him or Trevor Lawrence for one game right now? Would you I mean, rather have yeah. him, like, there's a list. Would you rather have him, you know, like, there's so many quarterbacks that I'd mm -hmm. rather have Jor uh, Jared Goff over at this point, especially with this offense. Yeah. Regardless of David Montgomery's healthy or not. Like, they've got something working in Detroit. And, yeah, I think I think Detroit's definitely the the, uh, the team to beat in the division. If Jordan Love wins the division in his inaugural campaign as Packers yeah. quarterback, we will truly be living in a simulation far from <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you aren't kidding there. I think I think those conversations, Jordan Love and on that Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre trajectory, I think those conversations crescendo in a major way if they win this game in primetime. And on the flip side, you talk about the Lions. They're still the Lions' expectations. If the Lions win this one, move to 3-1, and one, beat the Packers in Lambeau, even Jordan Love's Packers, the expectations for the Lions will crescendo in a major way as well. But with that being said, we are going to move forward. Talk about some of the teams that are leading their division right now. Will they hold on? Will they falter? We'll get into all of that. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you 
by Harry's. You're going to get the best shave of your life with Harry's. I just shaved yesterday. Got got the got the neckline, got the neck beard out of here. I had it for a few days trying to show some love to Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? Pay pay homage, you could say, but it was time to clean it up, and that means it was time for Harry's. No matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price that you will love. Right now, their starter set, which is a $13 value, you can get it for just $3 at harrys.com slash NFL. It includes a five-blade German-engineered razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Scheduled delivery for refills as low as $2. Half what you pay for other blades. And they have creams, washes, lotions, all kinds of stuff to make sure that your skin is healthy and hydrated. Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, and they're still offering a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Get your best shave ever with Harry's razors and skin products. Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash NFL. That's harrys.com slash NFL for a $3 starter set. All right, Alex, let's continue a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We talked about Thursday night football between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Now want to take a look at just some of the division leaders in the NFL, kind of take a peek and see whether through three weeks, we believe they will ultimately hold on to the division title or not. Alex, we are going to start in the AFC, and I'm going to say this before we dive into it. The Miami Dolphins are 3-0, leading the AFC East. I think the only team that realistically has a shot to chase them now is the Buffalo Bills at 2-1. Not a believer in the Patriots or the Jets, led by Zach Wilson or whoever. They make a trade. We'll talk about it then. But if the Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills this week and go to 4-0, this segment on next week's show will be my formal apology to Tua Tagovailoa. It'll be time to issue my apology. I have not had faith in Tua throughout our tenure here on this show, and I will eat the crow at this exact time next week if the Dolphins go to 4-0. But with that being said, do you believe that the Miami Dolphins are going to win the AFC East? Oh, boy. I mean, at, with with me talking all of this about how the Buffalo Bills are starting the the uh, you know downhill trajectory, where there's something wrong. Yeah, they in really fought that well, off the last two weeks. Yeah, I damn well uh, better say that the Dolphins are going to win the division, shouldn't I? <laughs> right. Um, right. Here's the thing: what makes me nervous is the Dolphins' defense. They look good against Denver. Denver's offense is bad. This isn't like the Dolphins have the first, you know, rated defense in the NFL and the Dolphins are putting up 19 or 21 points a game and they're undefeated. They put up 130 points in the first, in the first three weeks. Right. Like that's unbelievable. The bills have put up 30 points a game the first three weeks, you know, on average. So with this, it could come down to last possession. Do I think that the Dolphins are going to win the division through? I mean, they look like the best offense we've ever seen. Through three weeks, they look like, but they started 5-0, and I think, last year. The Bills game was a barn burner um, early mm-hmm. in the season, last season. 
I think that who wins this game will win the division. I think the Dolphins are going to win and put a stamp on maybe the best defense in the NFL and the Buffalo Bills through the first couple weeks. And this is going to be the coming out party for Tua. Um, yeah. Giddy up. All right. Well, no, it won't be. <laughs> I got one more chance to be anti-Tua, and I'm going <laughs> to stick my flag in here. The Bills win that game. And with the Bills winning that game, taking back the division lead, I think the Bills still win this division. The Dolphins the Dolphins are awfully flashy. They're very fun to watch. Shout out to them. Let but me tell no, you what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the Bills. Dolphins are better coached. Mike McDaniel On is a better coach than Sean Dolphins. McDermott. He's a okay. better coach for what he does than what Sean McDermott is like. I'm gonna need to see. I'm gonna need to see Mike McDaniel make the playoffs, wins playoff games before I could go there. But I, I get that you're just you believe that, and time will show it. I get that though. But moving AFC West, two and one Chiefs. I'm not thinking picking anybody to overcome the Chiefs. I'm certain you aren't either. God, I want to pick the Chargers so bad, but no, it's it's Patrick Mahomes until it's not. Right. So we will move swiftly past the AFC West. And to the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers at two and one. Yeah, the the Bengals are last at one and two with the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns all at two and one. But with the Steelers having the division win, they are um, well. I guess the Ravens do have the division win as well over the Bengals. But um, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals—just who do you think is going to win that one? Because it's so close right now. I I don't think Lamar Jackson can do it. I, I don't like Lamar. I've watched, you know, a bunch. I got the ticket, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Thank you. FanDuel for getting me a hundred bucks off. Lamar Jackson makes a lot of bad throws. Still throws. That he shouldn't mm-hmm. be making mm-hmm. errant throws and they're keeping in games with defense, running the ball and him running the ball. If Nick Chubb was healthy, I'm picking Cleveland. That defense is legit. Okay, yeah. and we'll see if this is a uh, we'll see if this is a, a rock star movie situation where doesn't matter who is the running back if they can run it they can run it that Mark Wahlberg movie I don't know maybe I'm too old for for everybody to to relate but um, and Cincinnati looks not good you yeah. know but I mean I'm still picking Cincinnati I just think that it's. Uh- I- I'm going to stick with my I'm going to stick with my preseason prediction. I'm going to keep riding the Ravens. I just think good football teams continue to improve throughout the year. The Ravens have won good games and still don't look great. I think they'll improve and they'll get a little bit healthier hopefully with some of these guys coming back that they need like Ronnie Stanley, for example. Uh I'm going to still ride with the Ravens there. AFC South, I'm just going to say I still think the Jaguars win. Uh, any team could win the AFC South and I wouldn't be surprised at this point with the way it all looks, but I'll stick with Jacksonville um, at this time based on what I've seen. I think they'll get it together. Yeah, let me tell you what, though, and this isn't me picking this team by any stretch because I'm not. Houston's offense is the future of this division with Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with Anthony Richardson. You know, we we don't know. Tennessee is is a mess right, right. now, but it's, it's a transition. You know, you know that very well. Um, mm-hmm. CJ Stroud and Tank Dell and Nico Collins have something cooking down there in Houston. Yeah. And that yeah. defense is going to get better and better with D'Amico Ryans. That's going to be a team for a force, hopefully, for Arizona Cardinals fans and the team alike starting in 2024 and not this year. 
Right, right. 100%. All right, well, moving over to the NFC. The Eagles are 3-0. and Cowboys 2-1. and Commanders 2-1. and Do either of them catch the Eagles? Before, uh, large before the, no for me. Yeah, I know. I mean, before that loss to Arizona, um, I would say the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys to win the division, so I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. Eagles haven't yep. looked fantastic during the entire season, either, right. but it's not, you know, the, not everybody else is 0-3 and the Eagles are 3-0, so they're right there. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the Cowboys. True. I know you're a big fan of the Seahawks. The 49ers are at 3-0. and I think the 49ers continue to hold on. They're just too good. But the Seahawks are 2-1. and I know you're a big fan. Do you think they can catch the 49ers? I mean, not if this defense plays the way that it is. I mean, they've given up 42 yeah. points in the first three weeks. I mean, it's not fair. It's a cheat code. Like, if here, this is it. If Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, no. If Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, yes. <laughs> so, okay. for now, he looks yeah. as spry as his, as his rookie year. So, I guess I'll I'll pivot over to the 49ers because the, the proof of concept is there in spades. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, we talked about the NFC North quite a bit. Uh, I still think the, I'm going to go with the Packers uh, holding on to that division. Both the Packers and Lions are 2-1. and one. That's why this game on Thursday night is so important. I think the Packers win, and they ultimately win the division. Alex, are you riding with the Lions like you said? Yep. Yep, that makes sense. And then finally, <laughs> one of the most fun divisions is going to be to monitor now. The Buccaneers are at 2-1. and one. They may have lost to the Eagles, but we know the Eagles are on a different tier than any of these teams. The Falcons look good and then looked awful. The Saints won, but Derek Carr is hurt, and they almost went to 3-0, and lose to the Packers, let them score 18 straight. With the Saints collapsing there in Week 3, the Falcons looking terrible against the Lions, and then the Buccaneers looking um, inept against the Eagles. Who do you think emerges victorious in that one? I don't want to. Right, that's tough. None of I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Average. Yeah, that's where that's... I'm. I believe that Baker Mayfield can pilot a decent roster, and I think that the Buccaneers have a, a good defense. They have players there with a ton of experience. They yeah. proved enough to me in the first two weeks. I think the Buccaneers are going to win that division now. Yep, and that's and that that's where I was going to go uh, begrudgingly. I mean, it's just right because Baker and ba- Baker Mayfield is again the best quarterback in that division with <laughs> with Derek Carr going down. You know, yeah. arguably. So it's just because you're right. Like if they could get any sort of rushing attack from Rashad White, like that offense will be moving and shaking like it has in, in, in years past, especially with Mike Evans mm-hmm. having another career year, just rinse and repeat. But yeah, that's gross. I mean, we thought, we thought not like if Desmond Ritter can ever figure out how to throw the ball, they've got all the young weapons to be able to do it in a good defense. But yeah, in Baker, we trust. Now with that, Tyler, right. it is time for our favorite segment of the week, yes. every week our favorite games of week four. We will hit that next as we roll on here. Locked on NFL Thursday, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked on NFL Thursday is brought to you by Price Picks. I love Price Picks. Yes. Can that be the live read? I think we've, I think we've got to give more. So here's the thing. Price Picks has a lot of great things going for them. One, super easy. Two, it's just you against the projections. And three, you can make your picks in less than 60 seconds. Okay, it's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less in their projected stats, and place your entry. Okay, it's really simple to play. As I mentioned, you can make it in 60 seconds or less. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily 
fantasy sports app. They offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discount select player projections up 25% to provide even more value. They now offer Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this entire football season. You know, I, I, I am on prize picks a lot. Okay, I love it. Um, it's easy payouts, super quick withdrawals. So what you should do is go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKEDONNFL for a deposit match, your first deposit match up to an entire $100. Tyler, it's time. Alex Clancy mm-hmm. locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Yeah. And now it's time. I, I wish we had like the NBA on NBC, but for NFL, like NFL <laughs> the film music, is yeah. fine. You know, like the, the audio we hear is fine for, you know, for, um, for bumper music, but we need like an NBA on NBC circa 1990s NFL for sure. to play during this game. Just okay, for this so segment. We, so week four uh, matchups, um, Tyler, I know you're chomping at the bit. I'll let you take the lead here. This is a perfect mix this week of yuck and awesome. Right. There's not yeah. really anything in the middle. So Tyler, don't take them all. You take a couple. How about that? Take a okay. Couple. Okay. So I got to start with Dolphins Bills. Yeah. Like sure. we talked about before. Dolphins 3 and 0, Bills 2 and 1. Both these teams playing excellent football, two of the top 5 teams in the NFL probably, and I I just want to see great football. I want to see Josh Allen and Tua going up and down the field. I want to see Tyreek throwing the peace sign. Um I I want to see Stefan Diggs throwing temper tantrums but getting 100 yards. Like I want the full experience. I think that's going to be maybe the most exciting football game of the entire week. And whoever wins that, I think has a major advantage going forward to win that division. And it's going to be super competitive between those two. Um, it is one of those things where if the Bills go to two and two and the Dolphins go to four and oh and look like the better team, that will kind of accelerate the the Bills aren't for real conversation and it's the beginning of the end for the Bills. If the Dolphins go to 4-0, of course, that's going to accelerate to MVP talk and can they go undefeated and all of that. It's just going to be a total flip. Um, so I'm just excited to see where that game goes. Dolphins at Bills is the best game of the week for me. Do you want to see the Bills defense show out or the Dolphins offense show uh, to show out? Like those I'm, are here for, two- I'm here for the show. Give me the Dolphins offense. Because that would be backbreaking for the Bills. I mean, the Bills' offense is yep. good. Okay, Josh Allen's great. Stephon Diggs is great. Gabe Davis is is good. You know, they've got tight ends abound. James Cook is fine. Like mm-hmm. they've got pieces. But if the Dolphins' offense runs over the Bills in Orchard Park, there's going to be some fun conversations and very uncomfortable conversations going into Week Five. Um, so for me, like we just got to get this out of the way. The Aaron Rodgers circuit is beginning. Okay, so the Jets and the Chiefs play Sunday night. Not exactly oh. what the schedule makers uh, had oh, set up uh, when they made that game initially. Um, but right. there are a couple of fun ones for me, and, and it's for kind of different reasons here. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let you take Ravens-Browns because I know you're going to want to talk about that. Um, I'm going to go to the bottom dwellers here. I'm going to go to the Broncos and the Bears because this is going to be the beginning of the which team – 
between the Bears and the Cardinals have the inside track to having better picks in 2024. The Bears yes. have the Panthers yeah. and, 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 and their own for trading back. And then the Cardinals have theirs and Houston. The latter mm-hmm. of those two teams looked very good last week in situations where neither of them were expected to win. So I want to see yeah. what Sean Payton can bring to the table against a team that is reeling in Chicago. Okay, that's one. Yeah. And then two, this is selfish. But I'm curious to see what C.J. Stroud is made of. And what better than a team that relies solely on its defense to win games when the Steelers come into town in Houston? Now, if C.J. Stroud can win again, we're going to be having, again, different conversations. Why was Bryce Young even drafted in the top 10? We're going to have those conversations later. But, um, you know, those two kind of bottom dwelling because, you know, you can pick sexy all the time, but the bottom of the NFL, too, is fascinating this year because there are a lot of teams we didn't expect to be. That's fair. I'm not picking this game, but I just want to say that I think it's interesting that but that all four teams that are 0-3 play each other in some way. Yeah, right. Like The Broncos play the Bears this week, both 0-3. The Vikings and the Panthers play this week, both 0-3. So we're only going to have two defeated teams left in the NFL uh, once this week is over. So that'll, that, for its own reasons, I agree with you, those games will be like interesting to watch just to see who starts to spiral more into a disaster. Um, Browns, Ravens is a good one. The The Browns' defense is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I got to watch them on tape this week. It was it was excellent. Uh, well, it wasn't exactly excellent to watch, but the Browns' defense is excellent. Um, so yeah. they're going to take on the Ravens, and this new Ravens' offense is going to be tested. We saw a lot of Ravens' veterans back at practice on Wednesday. Uh, Marcus Williams and Ronnie Stanley, like I said earlier, they're getting some guys back here. So uh, Ravens at Browns, I think, will be an excellent football game. I also want to mention this one. It's a little bit of home cooking, but the Bengals are one and two. Okay. And they're on the road against the Titans. Joe Burrow has owned the Titans throughout his, his career. Even before the Bengals were good, Joe Burrow was beating the Titans when the Titans were good. So if the Bengals lose to the Titans when they always beat the Titans and drop to one and three, Joe Burrow takes hits against a good Titans pass rush. I think that if the Bengals drop to one and three, Burrow has to sit. Because at that point, it's it's not good enough. You know what I mean? The version of Joe, if you're not able to go into Tennessee and beat the Titans, then it's obvious that this banged up version of Joe Burrow is not good enough anyways, so it's not worth the risk to risk his health. Let him sit. I think if the Bengals go into Tennessee and lose, then Joe Burrow sits for a few weeks because they know it's just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And then I do want to mention the first um, across-the-pond game um, with Jacksonville yeah. and Atlanta. Is this a get-right game for, for Jacksonville? Like, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has looked terrible this year. He's looked yeah. terrible. Now, to, to his defense, they always play good I, in London. Never, I haven't seen this many toe-tap in the end zone Missed by one blade of paint. Yeah, with with those receivers, Zay, uh, Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley, it happened a couple times. Like they're centimeters away from being two and one, if not better. And um, right. I think that Houston handled them last week, so they probably be two and one. But yeah, and like this is it's home for them. It's home for them over there. They're playing two weeks back to back in uh, in London and surrounding areas. So. It should be a get-right game for Jacksonville, right? I mean, even against a, a much improved yeah. Atlanta defense. You would think, 
you would think with the Atlanta offense, they have good weapons, man, but Desmond Ritter is just not the answer. And Arthur Smith can try to ham and egg it as much as he wants, but it's just not going to work out. So they can call um, about Ryan Tannehill if they want. You know, let the Jets take Kirk Cousins, Falcons take Ryan Tannehill, see what those teams can do. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing stuff out there. But with that being said, that is going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Um, can't wait to dive into all of this action next week after it takes place. Make sure that you guys are back for Friday's show with Chris Carter and your boy Q, breaking down everything you need to know headed into the weekend. But as I always say here, to end off our Thursday show, start your weekend early and stay safe out there.